Good people, and welcome back to the Daily Dose of Diva Vedic Podcast. I'm your host, Kiva Cheney, and this is episode five. So today we have a special guest on the podcast. Her name is Tiara. We met on Instagram. She's one of my fellow diet buddies that I talk to a lot. She supported Diva Vedic as well. So I'm gonna just let her introduce herself and tell you guys about her and what she does. Hi, y'all. Um, my name is Tiara. I'm 27. I'm from the metro Detroit area because if I tell you where I stay you're not gonna know where that's at so I'm from Detroit um I've been a diabetic for the last 12 years this year makes 12 years or is it 13 one of the two I think it's 12 I don't lost count um yeah I'm on the insulin pump I just recently got my Dexcom I have started being a diabetic advocate within the last few years so I've actually been comfortable about talking about it yeah, that's me. Okay, yeah, so that's Tiara. So we came together and decided that today's topic was going to be about the insane insulin costs. Ooh. How they try us every time we got to go to the pharmacy, leading up to the pharmacy, how our healthcare system doesn't care about us at all, really. But um, Tiara, I'm going to let you start off, you know, Go ahead and do your thing. Tell them, you know, your take on it. I just feel like health insurance is a scam all around. <laughs> Big but scam. I also understand that it's better to have some health insurance than to not have any at all. But I just feel that we are supposed to be the land of the free and the best country that there is in the world. And if you look at all the other healthcare systems compared to the United States, it doesn't make sense in real life especially for a person that like needs insulin to survive and it's like for me i have health insurance but i can't imagine not having it and having to pay out of pocket or figure out a way to pay for insulin when i don't have yeah. any coverage at all it's terrible i actually um i have in health insurance now but at this point, I don't think I have the best health insurance because it doesn't cover anything that I need. The only good thing about it is that I get to go to the doctor for $5. So that's literally it. But other than that, Wait, it doesn't cover anything. Girl, when I say nothing, oh my God, nothing. I can't get no insulin. I can't get no, I can't get a pump. I can't get any needles. When I say nothing, literally absolutely nothing. So I'm like, well, what do y'all cover? Tylenol? Like, What's the point? what am I paying for and I made sure that I let the agent know you know before I like you know before I even bought the plan because I wanted to make sure that she knew that I was diabetic I would need different prescriptions stuff like that she was like yeah it's good to cover everything scam another scam I'm like wow but I still pay for it I'm probably about to stop because I'm getting super irritated with it not being able to get what I need you know what I'm saying like I called the other day to pick up they have like a new nasal spray or something where it's to help um, when you have a low or whatever mm-hmm. to like um, bring your blood sugar up. So it's something new, I guess, whatever. So it's like $400. And they were like, your insurance doesn't cover blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, I guess it's going to stay right where it's at. Don't worry about it. Y'all have a great day. But it's just, I think it's just so overwhelming thinking about like how it's the individuals who are affected the most by it need these things, but we have to pay the most money to get it. 
mm-hmm. it's just like the people who don't have any issues, illnesses and diseases, they can just freely live their lives, don't have to pay for anything. They can get $8 insurance and we got to pay 800 then spend 800 on top of that to get everything that we need to just stay alive. You know, like literally insulin is life support for us. So mm-hmm. it's like we're literally on life support. Yeah, and it's like people be dying because you can't, I can't afford right. it. I, I was a story a few years ago of a young man who, he hit 26, he wanted to move out, okay, fine. But he moved out and he, his parents' insurance, you know, dropped him off and he was rationing his insulin and his parents found him like dead because he didn't have, he just went into a coma because he just couldn't get enough insulin right. and didn't know and they found him like Every single thing of insulin that he had was like empty in his house because he was trying to ration, not having to pay for the full amount of insulin right. that he needed. Stories like that break my heart every time I hear about them, read about them, see them. Like it's just terrible because it's just like people shouldn't suffer this bad just by trying to stay alive, you know? Like it's just terrible. It's terrible. I read a couple of stories myself. And actually, the other night I was looking up stories. I don't know why sometimes I do that. Like, sometimes I just Google different stories of people who have, you know, survived these terrible experiences, whether it's going to DKA or, you know, just whatever. And some of the stories turn out good and some of them don't. I read about a young boy at West Georgia. It was the same thing with him. But he wanted to diabetic ketoacidosis, but he thought that he was just had a stomach bug. And his mother said he's had it since he was younger, but he's always managed it well, too. And long story short, he told her he wasn't feeling good throwing up. And his mom was like, you need to go to the hospital. And he was like, if I'm still throwing up in the morning. I don't feel well. I'll go. He didn't make it to the morning. They found him in his dorm. And it's just oh. like, wow, terrible. People shouldn't have to rationalize their insulin because they can't afford it. Because it's either that or they're not eating, so they don't have to take it. So either way it goes, it's detrimental to their health overall. So mm-hmm. I just think it's pretty disgusting that insulin is as much as it is. And it used to be like $40 for a whole vial. And now it's through the roof. I know for a fact that I I, oh, I don't want to talk about that yet. We're going we to dive into <laughs> a little bit more and tell y'all about insulin costs right now. We're going to tell y'all about the importance of it why it matters, who is heavily affected by it, what can be done about it. And we're going to even share some of our own personal experiences dealing with insulin costs as well. So, Tara, I'm going to let you take it from here. Well, on average, in America, the cost of insulin is like $300 for one vial. And an average diabetic dependent can go through two or three vials a month. I know me personally, I go through about three vials of insulin a month depending. Um, some months are naturally worse than others. But if you go to Canada, you can get the same vial of insulin for $30. If you go to Mexico, mm-hmm. you can get the same vial of insulin for $30. And that's not even including the fact that we have to test our blood sugars, have test right. strips, the actual meter, lancets, alcohol mm-hmm. swabs or wipes. Um, and then like for me, I'm on an insulin pump. So I have reservoir sets and I have quick sets. And plus the pump, you know, costs a nice Heavily. piece of <laughs> okay. nice piece of change. A nice chunk of change. Okay. Luckily, other my dad's insurance when I lived when I got mine. But even now, like trying to get a new pump within the last few months, it's been like, all right, I'm not trying to come out a thousand dollars out of my pocket to get mm. new 
materials that I kind of need, or even just like trying to manage your sugar on a regular basis. Like you need certain supplies and how I, I'm already paying an arm and a leg for insulin. So then I still got to figure out how I'm going to pay for my lances and things like that. And the test strips. Exactly. That That's a whole nother really three, four hundred, five hundred dollars. And I don't understand why. I don't understand why test strips cost so much. I, they don't cost that much to make. Like, I don't Literally, know. Literally, I can probably make a test strip if I've tried to figure it out. Ain't nothing but a it little. It looks like some plastic. Okay. And a piece of whatever that is. A little plastic seal on top. Right. A little suction part. But y'all want to charge me $20 a pack. And if I'm checking my sugars three to six times a day, I'm going to. I just feel like these manufacturers should give us more like coupons or discounts. We already are going to spend, you know, money with you guys. We have no choice if we want to stay alive. The least y'all could do is at least try try to get some incentives or, or something like something to help us out because it's just annoying. Because I think now I'm at a place where it's like prioritized and it's just like this is really adulting. It's just like, Hello? do you want that back or do you want to stay alive? You want those shoes or you want to stay alive? You want to go to Bora Bora or you want to stay alive? Like it's just not fair to me. Like I have to spend an extra amount of money on top of my high maintenance life already like it's just annoying and that's like for me it's okay i'm about to be 28 i, I kind of want to move but at my last job, I'm like, i can't afford to move out when i'm paying an arm and a leg for insulin and supplies like how i'm gonna afford right. to live like i have to have this to live but i also have to have food um i may have rent or a mortgage or car insurance i have a vehicle i gotta put gas in it like i have regular things I have to do that I need to survive as well compared to oh I just need insulin. That that's that's fine, but I have a life. Like I exactly. have everything to pay for. And I just think it's that's not, just one part of it. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like with the prescript the prescription places and the companies, they'll give you coupons and discount cards. But like when I was looking, I think the R X card that they gave me was I couldn't use it with my insurance. So yep, if that's I'm what gonna, happened to me the first time I used it. Yep. If I'm going to still have to pay an arm and a leg, I might as well just have my insurance cover whatever they're going to cover instead of trying to get a discount that's not really the biggest discount. Now, I get for people that don't have insurance, yes, that really helps y'all. But for somebody that has insurance and I'm looking at the differences in price, right, I might as well just go with my insurance. It's just like they give you these discounts, like GoodRx. They're, like you said, it's good for people who don't have insurance. But it's like if you have insurance that's decent and it covers a certain amount or it covers something, they won't let you combine it too. It's just like, oh, we're not giving y'all double discounts. I know y'all didn't think we was going to let y'all slide like that. So it's mm-hmm. definitely like freeze, hold up. Because I know I use GoodRx to get my Libre because my insurance didn't cover anything. So they allowed me to, you know, use the discount. But it was still just like, Y'all are pathetic. Like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) Like, I I think I literally, like, I get so angry every time I have to go to the pharmacy. And I'm angry at the pharmacies and they ain't did nothing to me. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. But they should understand my frustrations because I'm not the only patient or the only person who y'all have probably seen cry in y'all pharmacy because of a price, get angry in your pharmacy because of, you know, your medication. it's It's really just overwhelming. The pharmacy it, in itself is overwhelming. It's a scam. <laughs> That's a all I can scam. say. Is, okay. It's a scam. And I understand that y'all got to make y'all money, but at some point, it's like, is this, all this money really worth it when you people are dying left and right because y'all don't want to change y'all prices, especially since the fact that insulin still costs $6 to make. 
So why are you charging me $300 for a bottle of insulin when it costs you literally $6 to make? If I could make my own insulin, I would. Girl, what? Okay. I don't have time. (laughs) My basement, I put up a science lab. I don't like science, so I've been to mess up something. So I'm not even going to try. But it's still just like, I need this to live. And y'all just, y'all really don't care. Like, and that really pisses me off. And I just yeah. also feel like if you're a minority, it's even harder because we don't have the same privileges as mm-hmm. some other people may have. And I'm like, this ain't fair. Like, I know plenty of people that literally, like, drive from here to Canada to get insulin every few months. Where I saw this one girl on Instagram, she lives in Arizona, and she literally goes to Mexico every few months to get just to stock up on insulin. Because also, you can go over there, you don't need a prescription. You can right. walk up to their pharmacy and say, I need four vials this, this, of this and that. whatever mm-hmm. my mama had went to canada i think a few months ago and she went to the pharmacy just to ask just to find out yep. like, look if i needed to get in so i'm like girl why you ain't buy because I, I actually was in atlanta when she went so she was like i didn't know oh, wow. you wasn't responding back and i'm like i did respond back but she's like i just didn't get anything i'm like girl, you should have got like five thousand okay and it's dirt cheap i actually went to canada i was in toronto in july um, I went out there to meet up with one of my homegirls. She was on tour out there. And that was one of the things that was on the top of my list, literally, as soon as I landed. I was like, I want to go straight to the pharmacy. They have, like, shoppers there. It's like a Walgreens. Mm-hmm. And I just walked in there to get a couple things. But I was like, I was itching to go to the pharmacy just to see if that was, you know, real. You know how you hear about something, but it's, like, too good to be true. It's like, let me see for myself. And I went up there. I recorded it and everything. It's actually on my YouTube. If you guys go check out my Canada vlog. You'll see that in there. It was the the guy showing me, the pharmacist was showing me the prices of Tristeba and uh, the vows of Humalog and the pens. And I was just like, he's like, are you okay? I'm like about to pass no. out because I'm like, <laughs> this is the price with no insurance, no discounts, no nothing. I literally was sick to my stomach. Like I was just like, I'm never coming home. I, I'm me, staying here. I'm going to get a dual citizenship. Listen, I, I'll pay the extra couple dollars in tax dollars if my insulin's going to be covered. I don't care. Like, so don't. I, because I remember when I went to, when we went to Toronto, this guy at the restaurant was saying that we shouldn't feed the homeless because they have uh, health care and some other stuff that the government gives them, even though they're homeless. I was just like, oh, okay. I, no, I Canada think, take care of their people. Honey. Right, and I'm like, they take my care of are Canadian. People. They have dual citizenship. Like, they're Canadian. They're from Canada. They go back every so often. But it's just like, I was born in the wrong country, or I live in the wrong country. Right. So Mom, I, Dad, how did y'all end up here? Child. Why, why don't y'all go back and try to cross the border or something? Like, what are we I, doing? I America's terrible. I'll go Okay, I'll let's go get back Right, literally anywhere but here. But let's get back on track. Okay, so the importance of insulin costs and why it matters. We actually we actually just discussed this in our dialogue right now. It's talking about people who are dying from it, not being able to afford their medications. Diabetics need this medication to survive, and without the proper insulin therapy, it can result in other health complications. It's kidney issues, it's things like that, other things you don't want. And I always say a lot of different things and complications stem from either diabetes or high blood pressure so mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you're taking you know proper care of yourself and okay Tiara, so let them know who is heavily affected people of color mm-hmm. people who have no insurance mm-hmm. people who have insurance but still cannot afford the cost 
big mm-hmm. one, and it's type one <laughs> and type two diabetics. Definitely, yes. Okay, what can be done about that? During during the pandemic, Eli Lilly created a program for insulin costs to not exceed thirty five dollars. However, my concern is what's going to happen after this pandemic and quote unquote recession is over and people are still affected. I personally feel as if though if you can do this now, you can continue to do this yes. for the rest of forever because y'all have the money to do so, clearly. Um, also, we can all use our voice and platform to take a stance and it's important to inform others, especially non-diabetics because it does not necessarily affect them directly so they don't understand or they're not aware of the issues mm-hmm. at hand. Okay, so... Let's share a personal experience. Um, um, I'll let you go first, and I'll go wow. ahead and finish it off. <laughs> um, of course, when I turned 26, my, my dad's insurance dropped me at the very last minute. Like, my birthday is the 27th of June. I got a letter in the mail on July 3rd saying my insurance didn't cover past June 30th. I was not aware. Wow. <laughs> yeah, even though he had called them and asked, like, hey, I have a dependent, what's going to happen? Oh, she's good to the end of the year. So I'm thinking I'm going to be covered at least to the end of the year, and I can just join, you know, my job, my current job, insurance in October when, you know, the enrollment rolls out. That, thankfully, I was able to pick up the insurance with my job then, but it was a drastic change for me because on my dad's insurance, I paid $6. Well, that, well first off, I didn't know that my father was paying the $6 for my three-month insulin supply. He was just paying it. I had not a clue. But his insurance also covered my test strips, my meter supplies, my mm-hmm. pump supplies, and things of the yeah, sort. Good insurance. My daddy worked for the, the wonderful, wonderful Ford Motor <laughs> Company. I will give them that because wow. they have great insurance. But with my my when I job currently, well then it was I went from paying $6 to my insulin being $565 every three months out of pocket with my own insurance. And I'm also paying into my insurance, which is like, what am I paying for if I still have to pay All $560 a month or every few months or whatever the case is. And on top of my supplies for my pump and my meter being another $170 on top of the $565. So that's putting me at $700. And it's just like, well, how am I going to afford to live? Like last year, I didn't really go anywhere. I think I went on like, I went to Atlanta and I went to Dallas and Florida with my family. But I'm normally like every few months I'm leaving, I'm going somewhere. But I couldn't afford to do so because I'm literally paying $200 a month out of my pocket mm-hmm. to go towards my insulin cost. And I'm like, this is just really unfair because what am I paying insurance for? Like, and it really pissed me off because I don't went from paying nothing dang on near to having to pay all this money out of pocket and it's just like I'm looking for a new job I gotta look at look at the different insurance policies I can't just take a job because what are right. y'all gonna cover healthcare wise thank benefits I ain't, I'm not working here for no reason listen thankfully I got a new job at the University of Michigan they cover everything I almost cried on the phone a lady told me I had to pay nothing for my insulin I'm like okay thank you Jesus Hallelujah. Right. But it's still just the fact that I was paying an arm and a leg for a year. Mm-hmm. And I had I had better insurance. I had a PPO plan. I'm like, I'm paying for the best insurance you offer. And I it just made me really think about the fact that there's people out here that don't have health insurance. Nothing. Right. Where they paying for something that's not covering anything. 
or like I can't get enough I can get insulin but I can't get enough insulin because y'all don't want to cover what I need like it it really bothered me yeah it's just a terrible thing to think about it's just like you'll sit and look at your situation and think about how terrible it is but it's just like there's always someone out there whose situation looks way worse than yours so you know that's why like the other day I actually posted it on my page I was my blood sugars have been like a roller coaster for the last Ooh. two, three weeks. I'm not sure what it is. I don't know if it's hormones. I don't know what it is, but it's been literally a roller coaster. Like my chart is up and down, up and down, up mm-hmm. and down. It's not been stable at all. And when I get like that, sometimes I'm like completely just my my mental state is not in a good space. I'm just emotional. You know, I want to cry, get upset. I'm like, this isn't fair. And it's, it's so many draining. things that I have to do. Right. It's I'm physically, mentally drained. And it's like, it upsets me because I know I have things to do. I want to get out, do this, do that. But I physically can't. So I'm in the bed, waking up late, you know, just scared to eat because my blood sugar keeps spiking Ooh. to me for no reason. So it's just like, I'm just not in a good place when that happens. But the other day, I was like, you know what? Let me just start counting my blessings you know and saying why I'm thankful the things that I'm thankful for you know whether it be having someone to make sure you straight you know whether it be a family member a loved one a partner whatever that is or looks like for you but just have someone tell you, you know it's gonna be okay like this just for the moment you know it'll get better and you know constantly just encouraging and being and being motivational it's just it's so important you know because the biggest one of the biggest barriers dealing with diabetes is definitely the the mental part girl because that would drain you more than your body sometimes (laughs) i'd be about ready to be like okay god i'm coming to see you let me stop playing let me stop playing but i do i just literally be fed up it it pisses me off because i'm just like this is not normal to me like this is not normal like i look at other people and i'm like y'all get to eat y'all food without even blinking thinking about it nothing it's just like be the little things sometimes that just irritate me and i'll try my best not to complain because it's like I, I can't be mad be at them. Right. So I'm I like, you know, that. I'm just going to keep managing it and doing my best at dealing with it, you know? I understand because I, like, when I was diagnosed, I really struggled. I went, like, four years of constantly being in the ICU every three months. And I had DKA probably a thousand and one times. And all I can do is thank God because I really could have been dead. Like, at one point, I was, and they put me on suicide watch because I was intentionally not taking my insulin because I'm like, well, I know what the outcome is going to be. I'm tired of this. Like, and nobody would, nobody got it. But then, like, I hit, like, 21. And I was like, all right, Tier, it's time for you to get your stuff together. And, like, once I got a pump, it really flipped my life the other direction. But, yeah, I don't That's what people been, say. The pump is magical. That's why I want one. Listen, it really changed my life. I promise you it got to the point where they was at the hospital. Like, I don't want to see you. Forgive me five months. I'm tired of seeing you every three months. Like, I legitly wow. would be in the hospital, like, clockwork on top of all types of heart monitors and machines plugged up to me, couldn't walk, like crazy stuff. And I was like, okay, Tia, I'm tired of this. Like, you got to get your stuff together in real life. It's tiring. People don't understand that mm-hmm. this is draining. Like, it's very much so draining. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you are here to talk on Daily Dose of Diva Bedded with me today. Thank, Thank you, Tiara, for getting your stuff together. <laughs> we, we need you. <laughs> we needed you here today. Thank but, you. um, yeah, I'm, that's just, I love hearing stories like that. Like, not the party, you know, you being sick or anything, but just 
you being able to snap out of that and get back in motion and take care of yourself. Because I often think about stuff like that too, where it's just like, it's not only me in it. You know, I'm going through it, but you still have your loved ones around you. You know, other people will be affected by my decision. So mm-hmm. it's just like, let me take care of myself or let me try to do better. But you know, you have some days where you just don't care and ain't nothing you can do about it. But it's just <laughs> like, for the most part, it's like, let me take care of myself because I don't want to think about my mom, you know, or some, something terrible like that because I made a selfish decision to just be like, screw it, I'm done, I'm over it. And that yeah. just be that. Yeah. But, um, okay, so let me tell y'all about my personal experience. But this is literally something that's still going on to this day. But when I was first diagnosed, I was on a group plan through my job. So thankfully enough, I was covered to go to the doctor and pick up some prescriptions, although they were very expensive. But within the first three months of my diagnosis, I think I had totaled up around like $3,000 in medical bills already like at that point. Like, do you know how depressing that is to just sit and think that you have to keep going to the doctor, get blood work done, buy medication for the rest of your life, and it caused that much just for only three months? I was just like, it was so scary to think about. I couldn't sleep. Like, it was just like, how am I supposed to live the rest of my life with this? Like, how is this going to happen? But there is a God, okay? But it's just like, for for those who are listening right now, I just want y'all to take a moment. Can you even imagine? Especially you all who like to travel. Like, I love traveling and doing, just doing whatever Keevan want to do, you know? And it's just Mm -hmm. like, I can't, I can, I still do it to a certain degree, but it's definitely limited. And it was just like, it wasn't until my diagnosis that I really like learned how screwed up our healthcare system really is. And when I did leave my job a year later, I immediately lost coverage. They didn't cover anything. Like you said, like that next month, they was like, boom, we, we ain't got nothing for you no more. Like that's it. And it's just like me not knowing and completely unaware that you cannot get like an individual plan by yourself if you have a pre existing condition, unless it's through the ACA. Hey, correct me if I'm wrong, you can only get a plan, but they charge you an arm and a leg, like $300, dollars mm-hmm. a month, and it's just like nothing is completely covered. So it's like, here I am, paying guys all this money, and I still have to come out of pocket for everything that I need. So you know what? I just came to the conclusion that here in America, they treat people with chronic <laughs> illnesses like we have bad credit or something. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, why y'all treating us like we got bad credit? And you know what the crazy part is? If we do have bad credit, it's probably because of people paying these expensive medical bills, trying to stay alive. And it's just like, these high medical costs are ridiculous. People should not go bankrupt from trying to take care of themselves and take care of their families and live in a healthy life. But it's like so many people have to stay at certain jobs just to have benefits. And I'm like, that's not fair. That's not fair at all because I I don't want to ever be in that predicament where I have to work somewhere just to get the benefits and I'm unhappy, you know, but everyone deserves the equal opportunity to achieve their greatest health. So we should not be discriminated against our health conditions. We should not be discriminated by anything else, including socioeconomic conditions, our resources, or even simply the color of our skin. It breaks my heart to just think about those individuals who can't afford their medication so they rationalize their dosages and food intake and you just can't do that like you can't do that and it just it just it's it's definitely something that I struggle with thinking about other people and I always say that I can't keep stressing myself out worrying about somebody else other things but it's just like I pray to God that I'm never in that position you know like this is real life it's not nothing that's made up like you see these stories you read about these stories and that's why I'm so glad that I started diva betty too because i've met so many people 
that understand me, you know, and Mm -hmm. it just goes a long way from there. So thank you guys so much for tuning in with me and Tierra today. I really enjoyed this conversation. We have reached about, uh, I don't know if we had 30 minutes yet. We almost there, but this is definitely something is a profound topic that needs to be talked about. And thank y'all for tuning in with us. Tierra, you got anything else to say? Um, y'all can follow me on Instagram. It's just my name. It's T-E-A-R-R-A. I also have a fellow podcast. I'm a podcaster. Um, okay. It's the Good Girls Podcast. And you can type that on Instagram or Google and it'll show you all the stuff. That's all. And thank you for having me. Of course. Lovely. Thank you. We'll see you guys. Well, so we, <laughs> I'll see you guys next week on episode six. Thank you for tuning in. Bye. Na 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 diva is a female version of a hustler. Of a hustler.